Hello and welcome to the Nahrain Network. Today we'll be speaking with one of the recipients of the Joint Visiting Scholarship Scheme administered by the British Institute for the Study of Iraq and the Nahrain Network. Our guest today is Dr. Rajin Kamal Mohammed Amin, founder and head of the Digital Cultural Heritage Research Group at Suleimania Polytechnic University and lecturer in city planning. Hello, Rajin. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. It's an honor and it's a privilege to be a recipient of the Joint Visiting Scholarship from Nahrain Network and BISI. I'm an architect, completed my bachelor's in architectural engineering and in my master's and PhD in environmental design. Uh, I focus on museums and actually since my bachelor's also, I my graduation project was about um, designing a, mu- a memorial museum and in my master's I developed uh, a proof of concept for Herbal Citadel about like, you know, the storytelling using technology. And then in my PhD, I designed and developed a prototype for Heritage Park Historical Village, which is a living history museum in Canada. So as part of that uh, development, what I did is actually develop this mobile application that enabled people to go to the park. And basically Heritage Park is like a park that has these historic homes from the first settlement in Western Canada, where some of the homes are replica, some are original ones. They are all brought into this park and it's an outdoor museum and they heavily rely on first person interpretation and human guides. So when it comes to developing that proof prototype called Heritage Park Portal, it's actually the, the idea, it allows you to go to these, uh, some target exhibits in the in the park. The first application as part of my research that I was assessing. And it enabled people to actually interact with, with for example, different parts of the exhibit. So in, in three of the exhibits, there are targets which are archival photos on the phone where if by holding the phone then this kind of characters within those photos come to life and they start speaking to the visitor in a way that they engage them and tell them about their story so this is an interesting and an engaging way mm-hmm. of telling yeah an interactive way for mm-hmm. telling stories than just having someone just talk or read something and other cases where someone when they go to part of the other exhibits then when they hold their phone then a life character show up which is a human guide kind of impersonating one of the old characters starting to tell a story again I also assessed the impact of that application the experience proved to be very enriching and very engaging for the the participants of the study so this is something that I really hope to explore in Kurdistan region and in the rest of Iraq when it comes to museums and see how we can engage visitors and even attract other to museum premises through technology and interactive experiences. My host university will be Glasgow University, where I will be undertaking a research and involved with their emotive project, which is a EU-funded project that involves using emotional storytelling with technology to engage visitors. Basically, the emotive project is like a platform that can be used by other museums and cultural heritage institutions. In my research there, I will be developing a prototype using Suleimania Museum as a case study. So before I go to University of Glasgow, I will be doing some uh, introductory research where I will be collecting information from Suleimani Museum. And while I am there, I will use that information to co-develop that prototype for Suleimani Museum under the supervision of Dr. Maria Economo. 
and then after that coming back and using and assessing the impact of that project. And applying yes. the best practices you'd learn from Glasgow University. Yes, indeed. And this is to some extent, this is kind of an extension of my own work from my master's and then PhD in the University of Calgary in Canada, where I have been involved with developing proof of concept and later on uh, a prototype uh, initially for uh, Erbil Citadel in uh, Erbil in Kurdistan region of Iraq, and then later on for uh, a living history museum in Canada. It's about using technology of augmented reality to enhance visitor experience and assessing how that would affect visitors' experience in museums and historic sites. And you're one of the few people to work on this in Iraq. It is not something that is readily available in terms of skills. Uh, that's true, actually, for also use of technology like augmented reality is new. Relatively, it's a new field, it's an emerging technology. It has found its way to cultural heritage since early 2000. So the whole field in, uh, in itself is new, and it's even newer for Iraq and Kurdistan region. But we hope that this will serve as a, as a case study and as a model for other museums to see the potentials of the use of digital technologies for emotionally engaging and involving visitors. And this is what I hope to, to explore through this research. And this could possibly enable a greater number of users of the museums in Iraq. Well, actually, that's the end goal, because you see, technology is always like the medium, it's not the end goal. So the end goal is always to see how museums can exploit new technologies and new ways for engaging and informing visitors. Because of the interactivity nature of these technologies, research shows that people tend to be more involved and they are enjoying their visit more. And we hope that this will help with raising the number of visitors to local Iraqi museums and starting with Sleimani Museum as a case study. And of course, that's something actually I will be exploring as part of the research after developing the prototype. And when it become available for others, do you see how would that affect the number of visitors and also the, those who are visiting their experience, like, you know, comparing their experience to others who have not been using it, something that I have done also uh, as part of my PhD. And would you say the current situation in terms of museums in Iraq is characterized by the absence of a learning environment to facilitate this kind of uh, user-friendly museum experience? Yeah. You see, role and, and function of museum has changed from uh, being you know, storehouses for artifacts and displaying it into active learning environments for people. With this philosophy is becoming adopted more and more by museums around the world, interactive technologies and other ways of engaging visitors Visitors, not necessarily through technology, but I mean in general other ways that engage visitors, make the exp visitor experience more interactive, are being explored and adopted in uh, museums. And that's why prototypes and application, we think it's possible that to engage visitors. And the end goal, like you know, like I said, is to uh, educate and also uh, entertain visitors who visit these museums. And this is fortunately something that is being increasingly adopted by other museums because museums are, we are in a day that other functions and other things that are competing for people's spare time and museums need to keep this role of being, uh, being the centers for where the places where people come uh, and learn about something and also reflect on past and to, in order to inform their present and future. Could you tell us a bit about Sleimania Polytechnic University? It's a government university? Yes, it's a How public university. How many students does it have? Uh, 
uh, I think 13,000 students. And it's undergrad? Like that. That's undergrad. And also we do have graduate programs. In fact, in my department, the city planning department, we also have uh, graduate students. The number of graduate students uh, is around 32 for this year. And eight of them are uh, city from city planning department. And you founded the Digital Culture Heritage Research Group. When, when was that? That's uh, when I returned and joined the uh, Suleimani Polytechnic University because before my transfer, I was uh, working as an architect and urban planner in Ministry of Municipality and Tourism. Since my move to uh, like Suleimani Polytechnic University, my, my goal has always been to open the search group. And, and this research group actually falls under the research center, which I also coordinate. And the research center is, is composed of a number of research groups. It's actually affairs of its kind in Iraq. And the goal is to tend to this new emerging field of digital humanity and using new technology in museum practice and cultural heritage. And the work of the Digital Cultural Heritage Research Group looks at practical ways in which we can be more sustainable in terms of cultural heritage. It is about sustainability. Yeah, you see that uh, the group itself is new. Currently, there are a few projects underway. And the main goal of it is to build skills around cultural heritage, where people in particularly focus on young generations with capacity with capacity building yeah. yes and that's actually and that's why we do have bi-weekly workshops related to training in research skills and when it comes to our project that uh, fortunately we have uh, won some grants that we will be undertaking soon one of them is with uh, Suleimani Museum the fund has been given by the US embassy and that's to renovate one of the exhibits Suleimani Museum is the second largest archaeology museum in Iraq and they do have very significant collections so our work in partner with the Suleimani Museum and Directorate of Antiquities and Rashid International, that's an NGO, we will be helping them with both research and developing a new exhibit. And so this is one of the very first projects of the Digital Cultural Heritage Research Group. We do have another one for Sarai, that's a, a, an old building uh, that stands as a landmark in the city center of Suleimani. It's a heritage building that dates back to the very early founding of the city, where it's now in the process of being transferred to a museum. We will also have some project for that one, and then we do have some other ones that we will be undertaking soon, which is kind of something we are very excited for these projects and to show models about the kind of work we are doing, which is research-based mm. projects. Because I think one of the issues there, we have lack of good practices and models. And being an architect makes me always pay attention to giving good models where people can actually see. It's basically, I would say, a materialization or a realization of a good idea. But when it comes to model, I get very careful about not only just the planning and the vision of it, the idea, but also the execution. Because I have seen in the context of Kurdistan region and Iraq that many great ideas die off not because they are not good for the context, but actually because they are uh, mistakenly or wrongly executed or not carefully executed. Instead of giving a good model to follow, it creates a negative model where people can develop more resistance against new ideas. So that's why I'm being very careful with executing of ideas. I, I want to make sure that we are doing best practices, not only during the development and the design of a project or a research project, but also during the execution and follow-up, of course. And this is important because community engagement is essential yeah, to the course. sustainable development fact, of culture that's absolutely. In fact, in planning, uh, now it's a whole trend called participatory planning. 
and that involves community engagement because when people are engaged they they have something a share in that thing so they want the success of that thing become part of their interests so they are they tend to protect it more if it's if their opinion have been taken mm. what are your plans to engage local communities in your work actually local uh, community engagement is one of those uh, important emerging trends around the world and it's actually not just something for the like it's gaining uh, momentum because of the importance because and because of the Im- impact and the effects that it has on communities and also on the success of a project so you see that idea of community engagement extend not only in the field of cultural heritage it's actually we do have specific field in in planning that's called participatory planning that really look and seek for community engagement in any uh, planning and large scale projects and when it comes to cultural heritage community engagement is very important because at the end of the day uh, cultural heritage is for people and if people don't want to protect them they are not engaged then cultural heritage does not have that significance in terms of connection to its past and then as a result that will even put cultural heritage in danger because when people are not engaged chances of protecting cultural heritage becomes low so any sustainable development and I would say sustainable protection and promotion of cultural heritage require a high degree of uh, local engagement. So for our project, one of the things that we want to do is actually to have workshops and also surveys that through them we want to seek public opinion about exhibits and also analyze the factors about why people are visiting or why not visiting local museums and what are the motivation of someone who wants to visit local museum and aside from those also actively seeking their opinion about exhibits because we do have many research projects and even in architecture domain in planning and also in cultural heritage especially in public outreach programs public education when they want to develop something they want to have people give opinions about those content about the thing they want to see for museum to display or things museum to give in terms of information one project that is uh, in the top of my head is one in uh, Netherlands that involves using augmented reality for uh, local engagement and the idea was in this uh, prototype there was these different paintings where they were asking people to take a role of a curator basically you know you can geotag these uh, painting anywhere in the city you want and of course the researcher was trying to explore then how and why people do these in these locations so i mean that's an example of public engagement within cultural heritage and of course there are many 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 other ways museums actually do engage public and we are really keen about adopting some of those best practices in public engagement and local community engagement. Can you tell us more about the Suleimania Museum? Yes, Suleimania Museum was built in 1960s but then it was moved to its current location in 1970s. The museum is actually the uh, second largest in Iraq and the first, the largest one in Kurdistan region. It collects and displays uh, a number of significant cultural heritage objects and artifacts. And the museum is because of the region and the province's archaeological uh, discovery in terms of prehistory. So that's one of the focus of the museum. And the museum is, has been closed between after the war with Iran and also uh, during 1990s, and it, re, it was reopened in early 2000. And since then, the number of visitors, according to the museum director, before 2014, it was like around 7,000 average. If you compare that to the profile of other museums around the world in terms of number of visitors, that's a very little number. Even those numbers that are coming, they are mostly school children. 
that have been taken by their teachers most recently with the opening of a new gallery in, with the support of uh, UNESCO. This is in general, is uh, the number is little even though it has increased after opening that new exhibit. But then after that, it dropped down mm -hmm. again. So I mean, in general, the number of the but number of visitors are not that that exciting, and that's why we think, and it's good that we have the museum director on board, who all, who is also very keen about modernizing Soleimani Museum, because uh, actually what I hear from them is that the look and the d design of the exhibit has been the very same thing since 1970s, and museums keep need upgrading all the time, and the fact that this is the, like, the Soleimani Museum has not seen major renovation since then is part of the problem. And that example of that small exhibit that has been developed with the help of UNESCO was actually after that, one year after opening that, the number of visitors doubled. That is an, one of the, uh, you know, uh, the good example that shows that when museums actually do upgrade, there seems to be opportunities for bringing in more people and engaging more. Thank you, Dr. Rojin, for coming into the UCL office here. It was a pleasure speaking with you. Well, thank you very much for having me. It's Hopefully we'll be seeing you very soon. Thank you very much. Really appreciate it. Thank you very much. It. Thank you.